alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh brothers and sisters dear friends Jazakallah for tuning in to the Wahda podcast uh, if you haven't already followed us on Instagram and Twitter please do so um, at team underscore Wahda and please subscribe to our YouTube channel this podcast is available on Spotify Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts and YouTube enjoy the podcast brothers and sisters uh jazakallah hey for tuning in to episode five of the Wahda podcast um today we have our usual lineup and a, and a guest i would say special but i, I wouldn't say that special brother idris um, <laughs> uh, how, how are you doing bro you right? how about yourself yeah alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. so how, how you lot been doing man lockdown quarantine how have we been holding up since last life is good man what have you been doing to occupy time? Prayer mostly, Quran and stuff. School work. Been watching any? We're watching any TV shows, Ashim? Last week you watching? Last time you watching something? Yeah, you know me at the Ottomans, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's good, Marsha. That's good. That's good. Yeah, man. Okay, so without further ado, um, let's get started, man. Today, inshallah, we're gonna talk about masculinity. So. I'm gonna ask each of you what what is a man? What do you define as a man? Okay, Idris, what do you think of a, what what is a man? What is your definition of a man? Um, so, uh, personally, I, I believe that um, so be, the definition of a man is actually very subjective. I think it's yeah. due to experiences or cultures um, and how you've been brought up, how yeah. you may define a man. But okay. I personally, I believe that, um, but obviously the best example is from Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And um, so, from my personal point of view, I believe a man is someone who provides. Yeah, so, I agree. So yeah. A provider, basically, and uh-huh. like a protector. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so a man provides and protects and also one thing about a man is that um a man like at the end of the day it's um quite subjective and the only objective way we can measure this is by looking at the prophet muhammad his character and so a man is someone like that you don't want to leave from someone that you feel safe around someone that you feel secure around and when someone embodies the prophetic character then that's yeah. when they become a man. Yeah, hundred percent. But I think uh, Idris, um, you were saying something about um being a man's also about where you're from and where you're, like your culture, etc. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a good point because, but nowadays, if you look at society, particularly in the West, if you look at the definition of what a man is, it's 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 quite different to, for example, Pakistan, Nigeria, for example where the idea of a man is much more different, where it is more of a provider, where it is more of a, you know, protector, that sort of thing, quite a classic and more prophetic um, definition of a man, where nowadays, if you look in, in more Western liberal perspectives, this, uh, a man is someone who, who's, of course, men should show their show feelings to an extent as well, but um, there's much more of an acceptance for for being not not feminine, but showing more feminine traits, if that makes sense. Yeah. So Hashim, what do you think then? What's your opinion on 
a man? What is a man um, to you? My opinion on a man is basically someone, as Idris Church, someone who's a protector, someone who provides for his family. For example, if you have children or if you have brothers and sisters, therefore you have to be a provider. I look at a man as someone who helps other people, helps poor people. Yeah. Um, and also you have to look at someone who is... Um, you have to look at a leader. Like I look at a man as a leader, someone who is the yeah, a front yeah, yeah. line in, in, in anything and and just shows that uh, presence of being. Because for me, okay. a man has to show presence because when I look at a man, I look at, listen, he's got to show that his his, his, his physical and, and mental presence is there and he's the one where, any, where everything's down or anything's down, the one where you have to yes, pick it yes. back up and you have to go again. And the one that gives the best advice and everything. I feel like you got to show your presence, but you got to show your qualities, and just stick by them and, and and in the best way you can. And I think that that's what I define as a man. Does um? Would you say that there's for me one one thing that's really important that makes your man is your submission to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that that's how you mature for me. The way you not not just by by having by submitting, but in the way you do. Um, so you know, for me, Islam's a a big way you become a man for me. Um, in terms of that transition, what is it like? There's always this um this uh this ar- this argument, this discussion of what's the difference between a man. What what is the difference? You know, is it is it in terms of the physical, the biological, or is it more intellectual? Intellectual, intellectual changes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, the thing is, between a boy and a man, I'd say people look at as a boy as being a young, a young sort of person, someone who is, um, not yeah, immature. immature. Sometimes people consider as less knowledgeable because obviously, you have to realize with a young boy, sometimes they don't go through things that a man has gone through. So they might go through different circumstances that a man hasn't been through. So, for example, you could go through, for example, young uh, a boy wouldn't go through having children because he wouldn't get to that stage where he's got to develop that, and for example, um, hasn't have hasn't had tested tests that could be um, se- severe. For example, um, needing money. Yeah. So, for example, you look at a boy, uh, their their needs depend on their mother uh, and father. So you could you could say that, and also like. Okay. sacrifice as well so how much has a man done towards his people his family yeah whereas you look at a boy it's more regarding the the higher level of of of, of, a, of a man <clears throat> but uh, you talked about what a male man goes yeah. through Hashim. is that do you think this is why i think for me like that's why a lot of in a lot of cultures you have like rites of passage the thing <laughs> is so where you have to go for something to become a man yeah thing is like don't get me wrong like uh, a boy can easily go through certain emotions for example when you go through your teenage years you're always going to suffer through different yes. emotions you go through uh, different stuff in your life in terms of love you can get that as well and you that... yeah does it does it make you more does it make you more of a man to think about to have certain emotions so for example if one person is is um they can be the same age one person's more they wear their heart on the sleeve yeah. more if that makes sense they're, they're quite they're quite visible in terms of their emotions whereas one person's more reserved which one would you say to to your to your understanding what a man is is more of a man is there more is there an idea of more of a man can you be more of a um, man 
in terms of that, obviously, you used to say that's a bit subjective because some people say that, for example, you do you can you can wear your heart on your sleeve, you can be courageous, lion mentality, you can have that sort of like, um, I'm gonna be the one, I'm yeah. gonna be I'm gonna be the one that's gonna be the most brave, gonna be the most courageous, or you have some yeah. man's that, um, they're a bit, um, like um, what's the word? They're a bit struck off, so they want to keep a bit low key. They want to keep a bit quiet. They want to keep reserved. themselves considerate. Sorry, yeah, reserved. they want to keep themselves reserved, and that that's where they feel like they they need to be. So, for example, um, they might not do certain things that other people do. They might work in different sort of ways. For example, they may enjoy different things that people associate with a man don't. So, for example, people when they associate a man doing things, obviously it's uh, working, providing, going out there and doing certain things, whereas they may be doing different things, for example, um, uh, games yeah. and stuff or that's them sort of things. Okay. Yeah. Anything um, to add to yeah, this? Um, so, I think the difference between a boy and a man is, yeah, like, for example, if, like, for example, let's say you're walking, so let's say you're walking in like a, in a street or something, and someone bumps into yeah. you. I think a boy yeah. is someone who will react and um in a way of like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna fight you or fight me, won't you? Something like that. Be quite a competition. Yeah. And then um a man is someone who's just gonna brush that off. And like a man is someone who's gonna set an example and um lead, whereas a boy is someone who's just gonna follow, follow, follow. And um, one yeah. big thing I think, yeah, is that a boy is someone who plays with um, women or um, girls, and a man is someone who respects who respects um, women. So, More appreciative yeah. of everything. Yeah. yeah, this is a good point you've made, man. About in particular how how we how we treat women in terms of that that sense yeah. how you become a man. But, um, but I feel yeah. boys are the ones who um that. Regardless of, regardless of your age, if you um, yeah, you can be forty years old and still be a boy, yeah, in my opinion. In terms of the attitude, to I life. think the most important thing, in my opinion, is how you treat other people and especially the character. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I think humbleness is definitely something which a man collects. I think humbleness, yeah, being humility. grateful for everything humility. you have, making sure that you're good to other people. That is something I feel like that has 100%. manly qualities. When you're a boy. I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not trying to like opinionate boys. I'm just saying, when you're a boy, you have certain agendas to something. For example, you'll say something and you won't know what's going through your head because it's in the heat of the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, Whereas when yeah, you go yeah. through something, like, like I say this all the time, when you go through something in your early stages, middle stages or later stages, you pick that up and you start to be reserved about it. So if you talk about something that have, has, has had a com- consequence from before, then you might, you might, you, you know what I mean? You're, you're going to be a bit hesitant in your later future because you're going to think to yourself, maybe you shouldn't have said that. That's why I feel like the man picks yeah. that up. You, you sense that sort of humbleness, that considerate mm. being, whereas a boy is going to be a, a bit pecky, talkative, a bit loud. Some people say uh, a bit uh, um, cocky and stuff, you know what I mean? Just because yeah. their certain brain hasn't developed in that sort of way where they've learned and experienced. And I think learning and experience for me is what separates a boy and a man learning and experience mm, yeah. i think because people when they talk about man they talk about experience 
what has a boy not got that a man does have? Experience and learning. So that's what I look at. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good 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 point, Arshan. It leads back to Idris's point about how how um men and boys treat women in particular. I think a lot of the time boys treat women in a certain way. Uh, a lot of the time, unfortunately, sometimes it can be good, but a lot of the time, it's it's quite quite sad to see how they how women how our sisters it's are like treated. Using abuse, basically. Um, how they like using abuse like a little toy. You use it and oh yeah, you know, yes, yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah. add on to your point. Um, uh, yes. basically, yeah, I'm go for it. A boy being obviously around women and stuff. Thing is, when when it comes to a man and how he's around women, for example, if he makes around uh, makes a mistake around the women, they're more like more likely to highlight that sort of thing. So obviously, you have you have certain problems yeah. with men and women when you get older, and there's certain things and they fall out and stuff. Whereas, whereas a boy and a girl, it's more like it does it doesn't it's more under the blanket. They don't look at it as something. Oh yeah, that we should be highlighting. It's more focused on it's focused on the good and yeah, and ignore the bad. That's why I think I agree with Edris. When you're a boy and you do stuff to a girl, you treat women well. Uh, you treat women badly. You're you're able to do that. There's nothing there that says, "Oh yeah, why are you doing this for? What, what what's the purpose of this?" But also, I think when you're a man, hundred percent, but woman, yeah, then people will question you. Listen, you've got this mentality. Yes. Why have you? Why are you doing this? Yeah. Surely yeah. you've got the knowledge and and the uh, ability to know the difference between that. So that's why I feel like it's, it's there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. For me, I think one thing is um. I think the difference in this in this perspective is the way uh, when you look at a way a boy treats a girl. A lot of the time, it's it's a way the way that people around that boy treat people and women in particular mm, yeah. is the way that they kind of if if one person, for example, it's all about yeah. role models, and this leads back to Yusuf's point about the main role model being the Prophet as like the measurement of what yeah. a man is. Yeah. Because if you if you if for example you've got a boy who's all of his friends. Are, are treating women in a bad way. Their their vocabulary they use in terms of how they treat, like the way they speak of women, is very yeah. abusive, mm. very bad. Then then chances are that's yeah. gonna be the same fate for that boy, isn't it? Whereas if you got a man, a man's more doesn't always have to be stubborn, but I think I think a man's more they've they've seen more of the world, if that makes sense, and they're more more confident and more able to deal with certain yeah. issues. Like Ashim says, it's, it's essentially it's experience and. It's, an, it's about, about experience, experience. exactly. It, um, it's um, it's about what you do with that experience. If you don't take nothing from the experience, then what's the point in the actual experience? Hundred percent. There you go. There you go. That's it, man. Hundred percent. And one thing I want to say, yeah, yes. um, like you know how you'd have in like um in schools, you'd have people who um, like you'd have boys, yeah, who um yeah. would mess around this and that, and people would like look up to them. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You have the ones who are kind. Um, nice this and that who people would think um, or um, just think that these people are like um, bussies <laughs> yeah basically but I, I, I yeah, think yeah. them people yeah. are more men than yeah because um, yeah, the one the one who shows more masculine qualities it's, ho- it's harder to control yeah, yourself right. internally control your anger control your emo- like uh, your negative emotions it's easy to like to yeah, exactly. be some, uh, to exactly. it's easy to like um to show physical it. strength, but to actually have con- in the control is much harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Prophet said the Mark strongest person down, is but... not the one who can push someone over. Exactly, because yeah, that's way harder. If you try to control your anger when you gain, it's not as easy as you know uh, flaring out and 
saying what what let's scrap yeah exactly yeah that. 100%. and so with how now it's like it's the complete opposite the man is the one who shows his anger and the 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 weak one is the one who um, forgives who contains it yeah forgives yeah it's good yeah, yeah. it's like and which which one earns more respect it, anyway and if, if you think about it you won't get respect by um mm. being that kind of person yeah this is weird idea nowadays that like you do you like you deserve respect like people would be demanding respect yeah we haven't earned any respect, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know? You have to yes. earn your respect. Yeah. Come on, can I touch on something quick? Yeah. Um, basically, yeah, go for I want to touch on two things. A legal aspect and an Islamic aspect. I'll go for example first. So when I look at it as Islamic aspect of a man, you look at, the, obviously, we touch on the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And so, basically, you look at when the Prophet went to give Dawah at Zayf. And I look at that as when they were, when these children, the slaves, were pelting stones at the Prophet. And the Prophet okay. still... Managed yeah. to still not 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 show uh, not show anger and not show destruction on them. And even when the angel came to uh, the prophet and said, "Listen, we can easily make this 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 place destruct. We can destruct it." The prophet said, "No." And even in the time Destroy, of Makkah, yeah. when they went for the conquest of Makkah, the prophet forgave all of them and didn't didn't even didn't even like showed mercy. And that's why I feel yeah. like those man qualities come in. Yeah. That's why I feel like a Muslim when you go yeah, for yeah. a Muslim man, this is where your qualities look in. Where can where can I see what the prophet has done as a reference for myself? So when you look at um, when you look at how can I reference for myself, you look at listen. You got to be more forgiving. You got to be more merciful. You got to be more protective. You got to have that knowledge of that certain thing to know. Listen, let me let me just conserve myself and not be able to anger myself. Because sometimes when, when I look at this, is silence is the best form of like the the best form of of like speech. Because sometimes yeah. when you're a boy and you speak, it doesn't come out the way it should. And it may come out regretful and it may come out um, in, uh, offensive. But whereas if you have that knowledge and that experience of knowing when to speak, then, then, then you know then you know how, how it is. And also from a legal perspective yeah. of a man, obviously 18 years, of, 18 years of age in this country, you're considered a man. Yeah. So... When you look at anyone mm. who's considered under 18, there's not that... They're, they're considered, obviously, teenagers, boys, you know what I mean? Young boys and stuff. And that is... That's that's where we have a guideline. So, you have... You're up until when you're 18, mm. that's when people feel like, listen, this guy's... He's going to learn certain things. He's going to go through certain things. You obviously start work life. You, you Some people have kids at 18. Some people have what... Uh, like... Um, affairs at 18 and stuff whereas your boy it's more like you, it's, you're slowly going through those, those those past things and and that's why I feel like from a legal aspect 18 and the age is the gap between the boy and the man <clears throat> yeah 100% you talked about something Hashim um, yeah. Muslim man that's a good so a good, good segue to what we're going to try and discuss now inshallah um, well, that's one thing that nowadays especially is quite I wouldn't say like it's not looked upon enough the what a true mm. what what a good yeah. Muslim man is because mm. if you look at the definition of a, a good man you know like there's a lot of qualities we talked about earlier and a lot of um, I've been looking at some some of the most uh, frequent 
qualities in a good man and it's someone who's responsible honest loyal reliable compassionate are these in in um association with what it takes to be a good muslim man or is there like extra things to take into consideration as well uh i think like you know he said um that the best of men are those who are best families their um wife yeah 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 so yeah it's about yeah you also got to be like um respectful towards thing is it's not just towards um uh families and people you know it's also towards yeah it's everyone because some people believe oh because they're not muslim um i can treat them in any way i want that's even worse because you yeah you push them away from that's the worst thing to say about that I say to Kamil all the time, I said people will never read the Quran, they will never read Hadith, they will only look at how you how your actions are. So when it comes to a man, when yeah. it comes to non-Muslims, for any non-Muslims that are watching, yeah, the way for a Muslim man to approach this this aspect is to by good actions, make yourself respectful. But I always person. I always tell you I always yeah. tell you Hashim man. I always tell you the best the best form of yeah. dawah is your manners. Yeah. yeah. That will get you far. You get me? That's it, man. Because if you if you're treating like Yusuf was trying to say, Yusuf, you uh, yeah. you got cut off. Were you trying to say something? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so uh, what's it called? Like you know, about when you when you're treating for for example a person like a person of the book, people of the yeah. book, I look at if you're treating them badly. They're already they're closer. If that make if in a way they're closer to Islam than someone mm. who's like an atheist. You know, so if you're if you're treating them badly, you know, calling kafar kafar, you know, just doing all this stuff, then that's gonna that's gonna prevent them from from embracing Islam. You know, and with some people, it's it's then it's, if you're... it's uh, fueling their anger. Some people want you to do that because they want that they want that agenda towards Muslims, but they think to themselves, yeah, he's saying all this stuff to me, he's not doing this right. They're proving their point, and you basically give them an excuse to um hate Muslims. Yeah, and that's the news. Hate. Yeah, that's it. And that's what that's I feel like. It, that's what I touched my experience, manly qualities, experience. You mm. have to know. Yeah, if you if you, you meet a true know, man, yeah, exactly. True. You have Conhashen. to know. Listen, these people are here. They may not be here for goodness. They may not be here for kindness. They may be ignorant people. Therefore, just treat yeah. them well. Treat them nicely. Treat them well. If they don't want to be ignorant, then you just leave them be. Don't just start anything. Yeah, don't hey. just start something for no reason that is going to get you in piles of trouble. And that's why I feel yeah, like, I hear, I hear. as a man, yeah. you have to know when to do things and when not to. So that's that's yeah. what I feel like we should touch upon. And p- key men, key men over the years for me, who I look at as like role models, as Garmin was on about role models. Yeah, definitely. Omar ibn Khattab, the Prophet's companion. Omar. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Omar ibn Khattab. Especially when he was Khalifa. For me, the Prophet's... If you read, if you read the stories, like, For me, the amazing. Prophet's companions. Yeah, 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 when he's Khalifa. Yeah. For me, the Prophet's so, companions... They are looked upon as the the best of mankind. Like the Prophet says in Hadith, Omar and Abu Bakr are the best of mankind to me. So I look at that mm. as, yeah. as listen these these people, the Prophet's companions, you should follow a lot and look at look at them as role models. Also, I look I watch a lot of Rise of the Ottoman, so therefore I look like um, Mem of the Conqueror, Mem the people call him. I look at him as you watch you watch the way he does things and also i, I relate sometimes with men cleverness <laughs> cleverness it's mm. always you have to look at yeah you got to know when to do things and 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 why why you should do it so when i look 
how you how you treat how you like respond to a situation exactly. of adversity you, know? you have to respond when you're down and the things are when the things are down thing is with with a boy is you won't sense that sort of thing when the things are down when everything's lost when when you have nothing nothing left do you really expect like yourself to come back and rise from the ashes if you if you're if you're like if you don't have that um capacity that that heart that's what i feel like men, yeah, sometimes yeah. men have that heart they have that thing that lives inside them that they don't want to give up i feel like that that comes with that man yeah body. that's that's true like you look at I, I look at i like sport you look at boxers men they have heart they go in there you come in you have you want to win you got you give everything you get knocked back down you come back back up and you chill and you're humble in defeat and you show that manly quality that listen i got heart yeah, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna do this. This is where I do it. Where some people, when when you get to like when you're when sometimes when you're young, you don't experience that. You want to give up. You, you don't you, you you don't you don't want it. You just it's not it's not there for you. Yeah. Whereas when you develop into yeah, yeah and if you fail, and if you fail, it's everyone else's fault, isn't it? That's what I feel like the difference is there as well. Heart, just showing that showing yeah. that um, eagerness to want to come back. Mm. Yeah, Yusuf, you know when he was speaking about um, um, you know Umar, Umar when he was Khalifa, there was one story that I was really like it really resonated with me was um, there was a woman who was in um, I don't know if it was, sorry um, not that there was a story where um, one of the 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 Roman emperors he wanted to meet Umar. And he 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 was advised. All of his advisors told him to like put put on um like, you know really like expensive clothes like gold gold and gold um gold clothes and like the jewelry yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And um and he was he was he was ready to put that on and then he had not and then he he started thinking and he was he was thinking about how he how he came to success and how he how he became Khalifa and what he achieved as a Khalifa. And he changed back to his rags, and and his and his advisor started saying, uh, "Ya Umar, why are you wearing your rags and stuff like that?" And um, he was saying, "Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, He made me successful while I was wearing rags. I was Khalifa when I was wearing these rags, and I I won these battles while I was wearing these rags. So for me to meet the the Roman Emperor wearing clothes that I have never been successful in is wrong." And I think that's one big. That's yeah. that's quite a huge indicator of masculinity for me, because it shows you're grateful for what you have. And you know, you don't change. You don't. You, you don't like. I'm not saying like don't wear like wearing expensive clothes and stuff. That that that's fine. But yeah. like you kind of need to appreciate where you've come from. If that makes sense. And a yeah, true man is aware of stories of like Omar and the Sahaba. If you read those stories of true men, you'll see what a man is. Yeah. And you'll see how it's not like, it's not it's not an easy yeah. thing to be a real man. It takes not work. True. It takes effort. Because yeah. it's uh, something which is. Yeah. Highly commendable, yeah. Yeah, you don't hit a certain age anymore. It's not easily gained. Yeah. You won't get it at the gym or. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you won't. You won't get. You won't, you don't become a man by by benching benching these. Yeah, come on, I want so, to yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, I'll let, basically, yeah, um, go for it. When you were talking about advisors, is basically, obviously, men. As men, you have to be good advisors to other people. You have to make sure you give good advice because when you look at 
what a man does. They give advice to young people. They give advice to yeah. the elderly. They give advice to their uh, women. 100%. And I look at a story from the prophet, and there was this. I've, I've probably told this story before to Carmen. There was this. There was this lady, and she, at the time of the prophet, she committed zina. So, she came to the prophet and she yeah. said, "Ya Rasulullah, I've committed zina, and." What, what, what would happen to me? Will I, will I be forgiven or what would happen to me? The Prophet ignored her. And she says it again. Like, Ya Rasulullah, what do I do? And the Prophet ignores her. And the third time, she says to the Prophet, like, what do I do? He says, listen, do not come to me now. While, do not come to me now and expose your sins. Indeed, ask Allah for forgiveness and he will indeed forgive you. So that's what I feel like when 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 a woman, man, elderly are in a position of need and want, and we uh, reference back to a Muslim man, you have to advise them. What has the Prophet said about this? What has the Quran said about this? And and really let their, their heart. So if you're in a need of uh, depression or if you're in need of forgiveness, ask Allah for forgiveness. Indeed, Allah is the most forgiving and the most merciful. And that's why I feel yeah. like men as advisors have to play their part in that because touching the point where you said that men have to be a little bit um, considerate. For me, that mm -hmm. sometimes it depends on uh, confidence, like Idris was saying, whether you're confident or not, or you might not still be confident. But you have to show that willingness. Listen, let me advise people, let me help people. And that's where something I feel like a man um, shows his qualities and shows his yeah. braveness. And you won't take advantage of that. You know, someone mm -hmm. comes to you with Telling you the mistake or um, exposing themselves, you won't take advantage of that and try and belittle them, which is often often happens. Instead, they try and find, try and help you find the solution. True, man. I think it's, I think it's just time and place for stuff. Like, for example, yeah. Um, let's say like, like for example, a man needs to have the balance of being um, um, caring, kind, compassionate. As well as being having that um that sense of ruthlessness um like when he needs to be yeah but then uh, but then a, a lot of the times people um don't have that balance uh, I feel a man needs to have that balance yeah. between the um the caring so, so the caring the kindness the um just them caring features and then also the not, um, being, run, the not being run over being, um, yeah yeah. I'm going to have a question for yeah. you. <laughs> um, basically, yeah, so we've been talking about compassionate, we've been talking about ruthlessness, we've been talking about fierce. Let's go to the opposite. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes in, in, in the modern days, men can be can be allowed to feel emotionless, have feelings, cry whenever they want. Okay. So what is your take on emotion? Okay. And what is your emotion of men? And what do you think that um, in your ideal situation should uh, a man do? when he has that uh, feelings? Um, for me, I think it's similar to what Idris was saying about timing. You know, like, like you know, have this, you have this um, phenomenon of like, yeah. a man, a man never cries. Mm. You get me? Is um, uh, like a man, a man should always be like a brute. He shouldn't show his emotions. He should like grunt, grunt at everything. And he should, should I like, use force to mm. resolve the situation? I kind of disagree with that for me because like, the Prophet didn't do that. He didn't use force. 
to 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 he didn't he was never an aggressor he was never a person who used force to get what where he needs to be yeah. you know so for me showing emotions it's how you do it, bad, it? Isn't it it's always a good and bad it's not yeah. just for men for women as well it's how you do it if you're just sat here crying looking for sympathy what do you get that's mm. not you know what i mean anyone who does that now if you're if you're it's like you, you you're not you like you you can't if you're crying yeah. about something for example you lost someone that doesn't make you less of a man that's human that's people will react like that yeah. you know what i mean but it's what you do it's what you do with it you know what i mean like you can like it's not it's, it doesn't make you in my doesn't. opinion it doesn't make you less of a man if you cry to show your emotion it doesn't but it's it's what you do afterwards it's how you use that to motivate yourself like I've, I've had conversations where people people perceive perceive someone who cries and someone who shows their emotions very visibly as someone who's mentally unstable it's exactly the opposite if anything they're more in tune with with themselves as a person and they're not they're not kind of trying to like make themselves look like something they're not do you know what I mean a lot of the time nowadays it's like yeah, that's they, dangerous because kind of masking your emotions. About us depression anxiety it'll come out in some way that's in the way you don't want it to come out exactly so if you're if you're if you're now if you're kind of masking your emotions and that and then you end up you know becoming depressed and you're 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 very you know you live the life you know you live life like like i say with a glass half empty is that making you a man now exactly is that making you more of a man than someone who's optimistic and always let me say something basically um just quick basically you have people like for example when it comes to men and they cry or when it comes to certain certain men that you have certain people for example Oh no! Don't worry. He can do this. He can do that. He can do this. He can do that. It's fine. Don't worry. Thing is, I yeah. always realize yeah, that there has key. to be a boundary with these things, and that's what. And for me, yeah. that's yeah. why I feel like Islam comes in. That's why I feel like because Islam sets boundaries on yeah. certain things. Listen, a man is a man. A man has things that he can do. A man um, has the ability to do things. Don't therefore be associating a man with different things that a man cannot do. Or, or, or if, for example, if he does yeah. it, then oh yeah, it's considered okay. Because for me, like you, you have to, you have to set boundaries. Like, yeah, like for example, when people talk about uh, mm-hmm. uh, being gay in Islam, for me, there's a boundary to that. Oh, don't worry, brother, it's okay. He can do this. He's feeling thoughts, brother. You have to realize, yeah, that there's a reason why Allah has forbid things, because Allah knows more than we do. Yeah. The the most the omnipotent, yeah. the most powerful, omniscient, the most knowledgeable. That's what you have to know. And for me, yeah. when, when 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 I feel like when it comes to a man, when they're showing emotions, yes, show your emotions, yeah, and and it's it's part of life. But for me, show your yeah. emotions to Allah. Make dua, yeah, Allah, please forgive me. Yeah, yeah, Allah, if I'm a bad state, please make my state better. That's what I feel like. For me, when I reference yeah. it, I reference it as being a Muslim, because for me, when you are Muslim and you're sad, there's there's some there, obviously there's there's some like uh, olders and other people that say. Oh yeah, brother. Um, you shouldn't show this, and you shouldn't show these emotions. No, it's it's fine to show emotions, but for me, you have to show your emotions to Allah, because indeed Allah is the most merciful, and indeed Allah is the most forgiving. Because I said it, you cannot please people. No matter what you do, no matter what you do, uh, what you show, if you're going through something bad, people might not take it as a, as something good. So therefore, turn to Allah while you, while you are still yeah. alive in this world. Ask for forgiveness. And if you are in a state where you're feeling depressed or sad, ask for forgiveness and, and, and Allah will surely forgive you. And that's what I feel like it needs to be. Yeah. Like, there was this sister and she was an hour from committing suicide. 
and she said that she was going to end her life and then she got a notification from Bussin Pro yeah, to yeah. read Surah Bakra. And in, in Surah Bakra, it's, there okay. came a verse where it said, seek help in patience and prayer and truly it's hard for this humble-minded. So therefore, wow. if you're a man and you're going through certain things and you're showing emotion, do not show your emotion to other people. Like I told yeah. you about the Prophet and the, girl, and the, and the lady who committed zina, do not show your emotions to Allah. Uh, do not show your emotions to other people only show your emotions to Allah because indeed Allah is the only one that can relieve you from that situation and I ask that Allah if any brothers and sisters are going through it I ask that Allah grant you a better situation that what, than what you are in yeah that's kind of said it's about balance and timing yeah. so like you see like the Prophet, Prophet Muhammad when someone's spitting in his face he's not crying over there he's not making a big deal but when his son dies then he starts he cries so it's about um, to what extent you show emotions and about what you show emotions mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. Feel, as um, said yeah I feel um, the first place you should go to whenever you feel any type of emotion is the prayer mat and then so to our last one to Allah I feel that's the first the, yeah. the first place you should go to but then I also feel you know um, that that some like if you feel emotion, the other part, the other people you can go to is family. I feel, I feel um yeah. like any emotion to family, I feel is fine because they're your family for a reason. I feel, for example, your mom, your yeah, dad, exactly. your brother, your sister. When you're married, even your wife. Um, I feel there are people there to help you, but it's also to a certain extent like there's some like for example, there's some. Like yeah, as um Garmin said, um the balance. Like there's some stuff that's like, I feel acceptable to get emotional about, but there's some stuff that people nowadays get um emotional about that they shouldn't. Um, you know, snowflakes nowadays, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that snowflake. <laughs> they get offended due to um such little <laughs> things, and then it triggers them off. And and that's the thing, and, man. Uh, yeah, I just feel that um. Yeah, as Garmin said, it's just about finding the balance, essentially. And that's with everything as well. It's finding the yeah. balance. Yeah, it is about balance because you like you talked about snowflake culture, and this is this is exactly leading to what Yusuf said about the Prophet Sallallahu Like, if we if we look at half yeah. the stuff that we get angry about nowadays compared to what they went through, Subhanallah, like we're going through nothing. Like Hashim, I swear you were you 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 were speaking to us earlier about um off off the podcast about um what the prophet went and the sahaba went through early when they were like preaching and it was quite a lot compared to what we're going through now is like for me what what the prophet and his companions went through was was absolutely like it's it's memorized you can't you cannot imagine it for me you you can't you can't picture what they've gone through they were there preaching and they and they were they were suffering because they had people who were ignorant who have been, for years their forefathers have been worshiping idols, and they got to a point where someone mm-hmm. the Prophet Sallallahu who was um, claiming that he was a he was a messenger of God, and they didn't they didn't take it they didn't take that yeah. they took that as an offense, they took that as something which is absolutely <laughs> blasphemous and absolutely that that should be punished, and therefore the Prophet. The prophet and his companions got they suffered by this because they got to a point where they were in the yeah. most 
terrible times of the early ages of, of Islam, where it's terrible times, daughters were getting buried alive. Yeah, you didn't have, obviously, men and women and stuff. And men mm. and women, women were considered way more less than men are. Even a dog had more rights than other men. And therefore, when the Prophet talked about these certain things, like slaves, the Prophet taught that men and women are equal. And they laughed. They thought, what was this only on about? Because they came from such a stage where they had to be, they, it, their heads were not, they, did, they didn't know what, 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 what it was. And therefore the prophet came that a prophet came to say yeah. that men and women are equal slaves should all be free and shouldn't live a, a oppressive life you shouldn't oppress yeah. people neither you should be oppressed the poor and the rich should be considered the same and therefore that's why i feel like islam is a religion that teaches that that regardless if you're poor or rich or if you're woman or man or if you're black or white or brown you're all this they're all the same people and indeed Allah is the one that judges you at the end of the day for your sins. Yeah. So therefore, the Prophet and his companions, when they went through these sort of things, as Muslim, as role models, we should think to ourselves: Listen, the Prophet at the at, at those times went through so much. So, but therefore, we should be grateful and humbled yeah. by the fact that we haven't been tested by that much. I spoke that I, I always reference to mm-hmm. Surah Yusuf when Prophet Yusuf. His brothers turned against him. Yeah, he was in a well. He was very young, thirteen, yeah. eight, eight, uh, eight, um, age range between eight and thirteen years old. He had didn't know nothing. Mm-hmm. Was couldn't go back home because they were gonna kill him. What did he do? Yeah. He trusted Allah. He put his faith and he put his trust on Allah, and Allah indeed made his uh, situation better and therefore made him su- su- uh, su- su- successful person, and put and made his dream come true and be able to perform all these miracles and to spread the message to worship one God. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we're going to move on now to talk. We've kind of discussed it a bit a bit so far already. Um, and it's the idea of tox- toxic masculinity. Um, before before I come to you, to you brothers, I'm just going to quickly give you a few, few statistics. And this is information from the men's project. They did a they did a poll about perceived societal expectations of young men. Sixty nine percent think society expects mm. men to act strong. Sixty percent fight back when pushed, and fifty six percent say no to they'll, they'll never say no to sexual intercourse, and thirty five percent use violence to get respect. So, what what are your thoughts about? Uh, this? What was the one about sexual intercourse? I did. Fifty-six percent never say no, so they embrace wow. the idea of always wow. stuff about. Always now, for me, stuff, stuff. Um, in terms of sexual stuff, um, obviously, in, in in Islam, it uh, actually Yusuf, you go. It's fine. Why me? You go. You go. It's obviously all oh, that is. That's the easy stuff. That's if you if you're gonna take that as being a man, then that's just easier. It's as easy as wearing a cloak. But if you want to be a real man, you have to work on yourself from the inside. Yeah, that's fine. And people people don't want to do that. Yeah. People don't want to refine their character, um, control yeah. their anger, be like uh, the real men, as like the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the companions. And so the result to these yeah. uh, superficial things from movies, yeah. social media, TV shows, which don't gain you respect. I mean, if you try it, it won't gain yeah. you respect anywhere. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the respect it and the respect it gains you if it ever does is from yeah. the wrong crowd. Uh, Idris, how would you define toxic toxic masculinity? Me, in your, um, in your opinion? I would say it's um, I'd say it's so masking your masking your emotions. So if you feel um one type of emotion to um hide it with another set of emotion and to be a hypocrite because yeah you're you're being toxic to yourself because if you if you if you suppress something and um then after a while it will come out in a in a in a in an ugly way, yeah, and, and it will come out in an ugly way. So yeah, it would by doing that, you're not only affecting yourself, but you're affecting you're going you're going to affect people around you. And no, I I that's not yeah. what uh, a man does. Um, they're supposed to protect people around yeah. them. Whereas when you're out here, um, um, suppressing your emotion because of what because of pride or just something like that. I I think when people suppress their emotion, I. I don't know. I think part of reason could be arrogance, and do you think it's insecurity um, yeah, as well? I mean, it, could be that, it could be that as well because people don't want people to look down on them for having a certain type of emotion because you know, yeah, it's like it's like all the it sets how you're supposed to be from before you're born. Yeah, it's like the cultural yeah. cultural yeah. norms, isn't it? And it's like if you act outside of this. Then we're gonna look that we're gonna look down upon you. We're gonna um we're gonna look at you differently. Yeah. Um. And it's like there's with different cult cultures, um, like if yeah, you act yeah. out of what they want or what they expect of you, you're seen as different or you're seen as um a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Inferior. <laughs> yeah. Come can I test back on my point? He's back. He's back. Yeah, basically, He's back, and, ladies and gentlemen. Now, when you're talking about sexual stuff, and in terms of man and a woman, obviously a man's likely to commit sexual intercourse more than a woman. Thing is, that for me, obviously in terms of uh, sexual intercourse, like haram stuff, for me, like a man will always have that um, lust for women. It will always be like that. Drive. Regardless. Yeah. When you get to a stage where you're uh, 18 onwards, or 18 there, you you start to get lust for women because that's just how it is. And even in Islam, I, I, even in Islam, it's younger. Huh? People out here, yeah, like yeah, people, younger man. Like, yeah, like some people, especially now, like eleven, twelve, whatever. That's true. Well. Like, it's true. It's true, man. Nah, I bet, I bet, I bet, like Islamically, bro. Yeah. Like, Islamically, <laughs> like, like, um, <laughs> like um, yeah, when you're allowed to, yeah. like when you're allowed to, because yeah. obviously, yeah. in terms when you're of married, if it was if it wasn't Islamic brothers, you have brothers having kids at twelve. You have brothers have kids. You know what I mean? It's marai. and basically, so um, yeah, yeah. When you're when you get to a stage where you're um, where you start to get eighteen or something, and you have that agenda, that the the Quran confirms that. Like obviously, man, men and women are made to be together. A man cannot. A man is is always gonna be yeah. um, fixed to a woman. That's how it is. That's just how. That's just how we've been created. We've always, we always okay. need in the presence of women, because that's why we are. So, for example, that stat. I'm not surprised okay. about that stat because that's for me. It's just how it is. It's just how how men have always had this agenda that they need to be with women. They have to have women. They need like 
sexual desires and stuff for me that's that, that's just how we, men are whereas women yeah. uh sometimes you you get certain women they're they're a lot opposite uh where they want to keep it conservative and they want to go they want to do it whilst for example religious people they want to do it um when they're married and stuff and i look at it from that way thing is we have to be you have to be careful Hashem, because you know um you can say about the religious like people who are religious more religious more pious but for me i think that's that's kind of where it's, it's it's um kind of more of a test because you know people who who especially because of like the influence of like, yeah. pornography and stuff in society nowadays it's more prevalent it's more prevalent and if you actually look like the prophet he said himself that the biggest test yeah. for for men is women yeah I mean? so now when people commit zina uh, and stuff and this these sort of haram things and they question, oh, why do yeah. you have... It's, it's a test. It's part of the test, isn't it? You hear me? So we have to kind of be careful about that. And just because you're... You know, people who... People who who, who who are your general person who's more, more you know, prays five times a day, that sort of stuff, they, they yeah. can fall into that trap as well, you know? It can apply it's to true. Any, anyone. When, anyone. I'm, no, when, when, I'm, when I said women in terms me? of, like, considerate and religious things, Obviously, you have certain certain um, Christian people. They obviously get married. They they have sexual intercourse after marriage, and obviously Muslims, you 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 have to. It's it's bound that you have to. It's after marriage as well, and obviously some religions as well, and therefore that's why I feel like um, religions is that that plays a key part in the boundaries, because they put boundaries that listen, yeah. don't commit zina, don't commit, uh, uh, don't watch pornography, don't commit. Uh, don't like harm yourself that's that's the thing that that i feel like islam um yeah. helps you and helps people when it comes to sexual things because don't don't hurt yourself don't hurt uh, any other people don't cause harm like to, to yourself and your body when it comes to these sort of things because the prophet no the prophet um said about diseases when it comes to like sexual stuff because there's there's diseases involved and that will be common mm-hmm. like um that they they mm-hmm. um i think there was this this prophecy which the prophet predicted that people will be committing sexual inter- intercourse like on the streets and yeah and that's, that, um, that that that's that a prediction and you look at today's society there is there's people that do it on the streets there's people that do it whenever they want so you have to look at it is as when it comes to a religious perspective you've got to follow those guidelines obviously yes brothers you will have yeah, certain sexual so. desires and agendas towards women. Islam is not saying, "Oh yeah, don't don't have those." It's but you have to. The Prophet Yusuf, actually, the Prophet Yusuf, when Control. I came to the story where Zuleika, the uh, the Aziz's uh, wife, she had a, a agenda towards him, a desire towards him. But the thing is, he he had that desire. They actually mentioned he has that he has that desire, but Allah gave him evidence to why you shouldn't do it. And therefore, that shows why even more he's a man. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that you can do something which a man, 99 times out of 10, if there's a woman there, a pretty woman, or a woman that's, that's that you find attractive, and saying, listen, and has that desire towards you and wants you to do it, 99 out of 100 people would have done it. Because that you just have that agenda towards it. Whereas the Prophet Yusuf, subhanAllah, yeah. um, that's, that shows why he's the, one of the best of mankind because you have that control. Um, temperament to know that this is right and this is wrong. You know, you know what I mean? Control. Because obviously there, there is life as a test. You will get tested yeah. with certain things. Like I said to Kamil, sometimes 
you won't get temptation temptation by alcohol you won't get temptation by drugs you won't get temptation by um other things sometimes it will be Test, yeah. because that's just how it is yeah exactly everyone has everyone a has a different temptation and for me temptation. when it comes to yeah. most of the things that brothers go through it does tend to be women because you cannot live without women and your desires grow with women so you just have to yeah. make yeah i think what Idris said yeah. behind every that arrogance woman, that's that's um yeah that's one of the root causes of toxic masculinity masculinity you know uh, me my desires my wants and that's gonna lead to destruction yeah. in this life and the next mm. if you be yeah. like ozymandias you know mm-hmm. yeah and even like if you, you probably heard yes you probably heard like from the hadith <laughs> now it's true whoever has true. pride in his heart shall enter paradise so it won't work in both lives um arrogance hmm. well, yeah. the thing is a man uh, as everyone was saying about control that that's what a man has control and of that a boy doesn't hmm. a man does like has that control a boy can learn to have yeah. control but but mm. till he becomes like, a man there's not like, that same like, like um they're talking about sexual desires like Real have strength. that control is very like you, you need to be strong like you need to strong. yeah yeah of course yeah real strength this is real strength and that's the man yeah 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 i think this this i think you know we talk about sexual yes. design and stuff and i think this is it's a big part of society especially as you access it through any, every, everywhere you go bro all these tv yeah. sh- all these tv shows have it unfortunately wherever you look all these billboards what have they got you know they have women wearing certain clothes yusuf always speaks to us about you know how you know like news channels for example how how are who 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 who's really? giving the news a, a chance to be a pretty woman essentially so it's always around us this is why it's a big it's so e- it's, it's going to be hard for youth because it's so easy to access and then when you have child, yeah when you have that child yeah, it's going to be hard for us man. Like, it's, hard. it's hard to yeah start experimenting and stuff you can legit type anything on google and it will come up anything no no restrictions nothing because that's just how that's just how advanced yeah and i think you're right you're right about social media as well um idris and google and stuff because if you look nowadays we talked we discussed earlier actually about role models and I think you know, Hash, Hashim talked about Umar Ibn Hassab and the, the um, Sahaba as great role models. But I think if you look at society nowadays, typically people our age, the role models that we that we have aren't, mm. aren't going to help us. If your role model is a rapper or a hip-hop artist or whatever, then that's that's not going to help you in this life or the next thing. It's, it's yeah. just a dream. As having them as role models, you're, you're just selling your, yourself a dream. And you're going to live yeah, the rest of your life. SubhanAllah. And that's exactly. what, like, that's how I feel like family gets involved. Because when you do get, when you are a boy, teenage years, you start to get away from family. You start to get to the point where family, you start to drift away. And that's where you start to commit these certain things that you shouldn't commit because you're going away from, from the people who mm-hmm. you, you need to care about. That's why I feel like, like I said, experience is key. So talking to people, associating with people, because people, for example, when you're like, for example, when you're a boy to when you're a man, a man goes through things that 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 you may need, that you might be going through now. Therefore, you need them sort of 
um, advice and guidance towards what you can do about these sort of things. So, for example, like I told you, for example, if you're in school or if you're on A levels or if you're in university, and you and you're a man, you've been through certain things, and there's a boy who's going through it right now. You're you you can advise them on it. Yeah, and and they that that's where therefore they can be better men than you. It's all about advice. It's all about learn uh, knowledge, and just just yeah. making sure what one thing to know is, is that it's not easy people. it's uh it's a struggle mm-hmm. yes brother this life is a mm-hmm. test and that's the reason why we've been put on this earth and for me the reason why we've been put on this earth is to purely serve allah and for me if you do not serve allah and you do not um you obviously will go through tests but if you do not ask allah for forgiveness that's why that's why allah is the most merciful and the most uh forgiving because when you commit these sins and when you do these sort of things, Allah is there for you to ask for forgiveness. And that's why I feel like you have to reflect yeah, upon that. And keep and you trying. have to show it, show it all the time. Because we're, we're humans. We commit sins. That's what we do. That's that's part of life. It's in our nature. It's in, exactly. It's in our nature. That's what, that, that's what mm. we need to do. And that's why you have to turn mm. to Allah and ask yeah. for forgiveness. Because Allah will surely forgive you. Like Kamil was saying, Yusuf was saying, I think it was Yusuf or Kamil was saying yeah. to me, like it, 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 it can it can take you a thousand, two thousand steps you can take away from your Lord, but you can take one step to Allah and he'll come around with you. Yeah. And if you call upon mm. Allah, he will respond. Mm. And that's that's why I feel like it's there. Yeah. And also, yes, this is what is Allah you says, says you if, if you remember me, I remember you. So if you remember me all the time, you ask me forgiveness, you read Quran, mm. you pray all the time, five times a day, Allah will remember you. And your situation will change. Yeah. You can ask all these brothers, Idris, Yusuf, anyone who's not like going through stuff. You can ask Garmin, Yusuf, Idris, me. Once you get to that point where you remember Allah and you worship Allah all the time, you will get to that point where your life changes drastically. And these brothers can tell you. These brothers can admit to you. Your sorrow is like all your yeah. like, all your problems. It, for me, it 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 just disperses when you're connected. To respond to Allah, yeah. like it's like your problems are yeah. being shared with Him, so and it's like He's the one who um who's who's gonna put you through the problem, so He's the one who's gonna get you out. As long as you're um connected towards Him, to Him, then He will be the one yeah. to get you out. So it just puts it just puts that comfort and that ease throughout your exactly. your your hardships, in my opinion, for me. Yeah, and like Allah Subhanahu wa Taala always yeah. says, um, He says. Uh, um, that we won't test you beyond your limits, so you can overcome these struggles, you know, they're, they're within your capabilities to overcome them, exactly. Yeah. And, and also, Allah gives his strongest battles to his strongest soul. You should be blessed that you be, you should be blessed that you've been tested the most yeah. because that means that Allah loves you, Allah wants you it's like to go through this hardship in order for there to be a light at the end of the summer. And what's that like? It's like um, that is oh, martial arts. Yeah. If you're white belt, you get the easy test. Yeah. If you're black belt, you get yeah. like the harder test. That's how I think of it. Yeah, but this this is the real grind, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. The real hustle. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> it ends with the big. It ends with the big bucks now and in the in the next life, inshallah. I think that's a good good place to end on this edition of the Wahda podcast. That much as the longest we've gone. Lots to talk about. Right. Um, yeah, yeah you, a lot, a lot to talk about. Alhamdulillah. But, um, but. We, 
yeah, there's yeah, still yeah. a lot. There's always a lot, inshallah, we'll come back to these topics. Um, but yeah, um, you can check this podcast out on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, yeah. and yeah. Apple Podcasts. Um, please check out our Instagram page. Well, alhamdulillah, now we're starting to post a bit more, get a bit more content quotes and stuff like that. Alhamdulillah. But um, yeah, check it out. Please follow the, the account, share it, please. So, inshallah, we can grow. We're at the early stages as well as an organization. So, it will do us the greatest. Now, I bless you all. If you're able to help us sharing the account, sharing the podcast, please check out the podcast, subscribe to the channel. I just want to say uh, anything to our brothers? Listening, brothers and sisters who are listening, um, may Allah grant you the highest rank in Jannah. May forgive you all for your sins, and obviously it's Ramadan in a couple of weeks' time. So therefore, um, we will be observing fasting. So therefore, may Allah forgive all your sins and protect you, brothers and sisters. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, um, brothers and sisters. Uh, till next time. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.